When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We call our early week edition the game plan. My name is Chris Plank. Now, typically on Mondays, we talk with Toby Rowland. But today, Kevin Henry will join us, the analyst that you hear on the Sooner Radio Network. Toby will be on with us later this week as Oklahoma has a big one coming up tonight against Texas Tech. We'll go all in on reviewing the weekend for Sooner Hoops and previewing tonight with Kevin Henry coming up here in moments. But I just got back from Phoenix, Arizona, where we spent the opening weekend with the Sooner softball team sweeping five games. This is... I think the most Captain Obvious statement I'll ever make in the history of this podcast. This is a really, really good team. And I'm pretty excited about what not just the pitching rotation may hold, but also this lineup and the versatility that it allows, not just one through nine in the order, but positionally as well. So it was a fun weekend. If I were to put a laundry list of things that we learned, I think number one, is Jocelyn Allo is going to be really good at the plate, and she's just going to get better as she gets more opportunities to work with JT, to work with Coach Patty Gasso, and obviously to see more pitches. So that was number one to me. Number two, Leah Wodak looks to be a completely different hitter this year, which is huge for this team. And then third, and maybe most importantly, Paige Parker looked like Paige Parker. You know, it's a really 
high level of expectation that people have for Paige. So she goes out and gives up a couple hits, maybe walks a batter. You think, what's wrong? But Paige Parker looked really good this weekend, and so did the Sooners starting out the season 5-0. and So that means our Friday edition, the tailgate, will come to you from Las Cruces, New Mexico this weekend as the Sooner softball team will be on the road getting set for the Troy Cox Classic. And also, coming up later this week, we'll talk to Brendan Flynn, the SID for OU Baseball, and Kyler Murray to get ready for Oklahoma's baseball opener out in Myrtle Beach. So a lot going on with the Diamond Sports. On the hardwood, man, this is a big weekend for Coach Cole and the OU women's basketball team coming up as they travel to Morgantown, West Virginia, to take on the Mountaineers. They had a nice win this weekend in a place that they've dominated recently in Lawrence, Kansas. So a good win for a team that needs to start stacking together some consecutive wins. Really feel like this women's hoops team found something whenever they went on the road and nearly knocked off Baylor. And with men's and women's gymnastics, same old, same old. And that's a good thing. They continue to stay atop the national polls. The men were dominant over the weekend. The women's team knocking off North Carolina in dominating fashion. It's a good time to be in Oklahoma sooner. So with everything laid out, let me thank you for downloading, subscribing, and listening to the Sooner Sports Podcast. We always appreciate your feedback. If you do, subscribe through iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. We appreciate it all. We are constantly looking to add more content. For instance, you know, there's basically a new episode in some way, shape, or form Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So you get the game plan on Tuesday, uh, Cootie and Mag on Wednesday. On Thursdays, we have our OERB Sooner Born, Sooner Bred feature. And then on Fridays, we have the traditional tailgate. So uh, also we've added, if you've noticed this, uh, and as you subscribe, you'll have these automatically show up in your uh, podcast feed, your inbox, your, your, your tablet, however you subscribe or consume podcasts. We've added the Thursday night Sooner Sports Talk show, which will be consistent throughout the football and basketball seasons. So if you miss... Say if it's uh, Coach Kruger and Coach Cole, well, that will be in your inbox on Friday morning during the football season. You missed Coach Riley, we'll have it for you on Fridays right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. So, with all that laid out, let's get after our featured topic of the day, a little men's hoops. Trey's at half court. Drives on long, gets deep, layup at the rim, and one! Had a chance to catch up with Sooner basketball analyst Kevin Henry. He joins us right now on the game plan. And first and foremost, Kev, where's your level of concern right now with the way things have gone over the last couple of games for the Oklahoma Sooners? Well, you got to play a full game. And that's the thing that Trey mentioned after the game. I know uh, Toby talked about it this morning. You just got to play a full game. And this league, as hard as it is, you can't play a 30-minute ball game or a 32-minute ball game and a 30 six-minute ball game and I don't it doesn't matter when those minutes you, you got to go the whole time so yeah the last the last 20 the, the second half was great but it was a 10-minute stretch in the first half that really you know came back to bite us and when you fall down 17 it's just too hard and you, you make it too hard on yourself to to have to scratch and claw back in it and the Sooners did a good job and they gave themselves a chance to win down the stretch but you know, I'm not sure they deserve to win that ball game because of the way they played in that 10 minutes of uh, uh, of the first half. And so, you know, give Iowa State credit. Those guys made two shots. And I tell you what, the ball literally, I mean, one pass was deflected yeah. right into Wigington's hands and he nailed a three. And, it, and they, the guys couldn't have played better defense. 
They did everything you're supposed to do. Came off the ball screen. They double teamed it. Got their hands up. Showed all the hands on the little guards from Iowa State. And then next thing you know, deflect the pass and it lands right in the hands of a of a great player. And, and Wigington jumped up and nailed the the three that really put them up six. It made it really hard for the Sooners to to give them a chance down the stretch. Where's your concern level right now with this team, Kev? I'm I'm good. I'm, I, I tell you what, <laughs> there's there's six games left. Three of them at home. You got to win your home games. And right. That's what it's about. And and uh, you know we got we, we go on the road. We play at Baylor and at Kansas, which are you know tough places to play, of course. And then Tech tomorrow night. And uh, but I mean, there's still games that you feel like are winnable games. And you know, Tech we beat Tech by ten here, and I felt like that game could have been a fifteen or sixteen point game. It's just that we won by ten, but it felt like we were much farther ahead than than that against Tech. So. Um, again, home court is is real, and uh, you got to go out there and play on their home court now. But and we beat beat Kansas and, and beat Baylor at home. So I mean, those are games that you feel like, hey, we can go in there and and uh, play well and just do some of the same stuff you did before and try to get away with a dub. Kevin, uh, how do you feel? the whole media hype around Trey Young has affected maybe not just him, but this team and Lon, you, I know you are calling the game, so you don't get a chance to really see it, but there is a stat line constantly updated with Trey Young's numbers. Whenever you see the score on the ticker, it's Trey Young and Oklahoma. How do you think, or has that affected this team, you think, in any way, shape, or form, and how have they handled this extra hype for one guy? Well, let me tell you, I, Yes, we are around it, and we see it. It's a real thing. I don't know if I told you this last time, but, you know, the guys when they're eating pregame meal and, and they have, you know, we're, we're watching a game or something like that the night before, like tonight when we're eating dinner or whatever else, we'll have the game on. Uh, we'll have games on on the TV there. And every time watching a college game, no matter who's playing, who do they talk about? Trey yeah. Young. And our guys are, are there listening to that and watching it and everything else. It's almost that that buddy uh, phenomenon that we had a couple of years ago, but it's not um, waiting till he's a senior, and it's not just every now and then. I mean, this thing has been going on the entire season, and the numbers that Trey has been able to put up obviously have never been done before, but not only they've never been done before, I mean, it's just like it's crazy, the 40-point games and the 20-assist games and those types of things, and I feel like they've handled it great. Um, you know, it, There's got to be some human nature uh effect of that just from hearing your name called if you're trey all the time on tv and then obviously for the teammates that that you know are in the locker room with him and roommates with him and stuff like that so it's it's a crazy deal this college basketball thing and that's what makes it so fun to to follow and that's why you have these these games and everywhere we go it's just like the the student section's packed the gates open at whatever time, and here comes the student section pouring in, and they're waiting on Trey to come out and and warm up to, you know, beat him up with posters and signs and chants and whatever else they want to do. And it just it, it's crazy. It really is crazy and to be a part of. It's it's uh, been interesting to watch. But I feel like uh, you know Coach Kruger and the staff and and the teammates that they've all done a pretty good job. And Trey. You know, wow. I mean, to be 19 and to be able to handle that, we can't. It's, it's like the he's a rock star wherever we go, and he's 19 years old. He's able to handle it with without any you know hiccups. I mean, for the most part, I mean, this season's been it's been a great season for him. He's had good games. It's not like he's gone out there and gone you know over in games and whatever else, and only scored you know five points or something like that. I mean, he's 
he's still averaging 29 or whatever it is a game and, and stuff like that. So he's been able to handle it. The team's been able to handle it. I think that this whole deal is more about how tough the Big 12 is and just the fact that you got every you get every team's best game, and, and we're saying that because of who we are, but I tell you what, how many times has Kansas felt like they've gotten every, yeah. every team's best game? How many times has you know, whoever else felt like that? And, and, and whenever you're in this league, you're going to get it. And whether you're the, the target on your back, big dog, or you're the bottom team, you feel like, you feel like hey, this, these guys are coming after us because they want to beat us. And if you're in 10th place in this league, no matter what year it's been, Every team goes into your place saying, we want to beat you, and you're, you're intense, so we're going to get this win against you guys, and blah, blah, blah. So Iowa State felt that last week, and then obviously us with Trey and our season, how it's been, we have a target on our back. So I, I, it's just it's just a, about this league, Chris. It really is. Yeah, and I, I think you can give even more perspective on that, Kev, because from your time at both New Mexico and Baylor, when you would go up against a guy that everybody was talking about, that gets the juices going even more, doesn't it? Oh, no question. I mean, you think about Wigington the other day. I mean, he's, he's trying to go against Trey. And every single guard that we play against is, is like, hey, this is a time for me to make a name for myself against him. National TV and blah, blah, blah. You can, you can go down the list of reasons why they didn't recruit me or they whatever. I mean, there's all these different reasons. And, again, Trey has handled it unbelievably. I mean, the way he's approached every single game, and he's you know, said the right things and – does the right things out there. It's it's not once have I felt like, wow, this has gone to his head. Now, you you think about, this is one thing I want to throw in there too. The way Trey plays is different than anything. We can talk about Steph Curry all we want, but, I mean, Steph is not pulling up shots from 32 feet every time down the floor. I mean, Trey, Trey shoots. I mean, Toby and I, we are numb to it. Because he pulls a shot from 32 feet, and most people would lose their minds. And it's just another shot within the offense throw you. And it's, we don't even say anything anymore. Toby says Trey for three. He doesn't, he doesn't go, oh, my, it's, it's, it's Trey for three. And so it's, uh, it, it's so weird. That whole deal is just it's, it's so strange to watch it all develop. And, again, it's just part of who he is, Trey Young, and part of his game and the ability, the the skill set that he has, and and things that he does on the basketball floor is just unbelievable. And therefore, it's caught the nation by storm, and nobody's ever seen it before. And officials, you know, I, I know Toby beat himself up because he's like, man, I was hard on the official the other day. And I, <laughs> I I told Toby, I said, don't worry about it because here's the thing: it's not Trey's fault that the other team is not fast enough to stay in front of him. And when you're you're not fast enough to stay in front of somebody, human nature says what? Stick your hands out, hold them, stop them with your hands right here. Or if you stick your leg out, it'd be tripping. But you you, you want to hold them and slow them down somehow. So they have to do that. But you know he Trey has not gotten the calls that he's gotten earlier in the league. He hadn't gotten them, and it's just it is what it is. But he he has to play through it. And I think Trey is finding ways to as the closer that defender gets it almost makes him even more dangerous because he's so fast to go around you. And you have to, it's a threat that he's going to shoot, so you have to get up close to him, but he's also just as much of a threat to go around you. So Trey, is just, he's just having an unbelievable season, and he's just an unbelievable player. It's been interesting to see the rotation late. Jordan Shepard getting a lot of minutes late in that game on Saturday, and yet we've kind of seen those minutes dwindle for a Cam McGusty. 
Does he still factor in for this team, in your opinion, just maybe a, a little bit of a, a struggle kind of finding a role right now for Cam? Yeah, I think he does. I think Cam still factors in. I think Christian Doolittle is still a big part of this team. Um, I'll, tell, I'll tell you more about Cam and Christian first before we get to Jordan Shepard. I think Cam is going through some of the same stuff that Christian James went through his uh, last season. When you come in as a freshman and you have some success and you, you score some points and things like that, just like Christian James did uh, his freshman year, when you come back as a sophomore, people expect a lot from you and things like that. So that plays into your mindset. And again, not everybody can have just that, that mentally tough mindset to say, you know what, I'm going to put this behind me. I'm going to put this on this side of my brain and I'm going to listen to what this coach says about this right here. It, it's hard to compartmentalize that. And, and go out and replicate it because it's hard to replicate these types of things each and every year. So what, what Cam has done, it's not so much about what Cam's not doing or not done this year. It's more about what Christian James did. And he you know got himself in unbelievable shape and, and the best shape of his life that I've seen. And then he shot the ball great in the preseason. I mean, remember when we he went over to, to Australia and shot the ball so well, like 13 or 14 from three over there. So, I mean, so he's done the things that's, not only earned a spot, earned this, earned a spot back, if you want to call it. But he, I mean, he's just—he's a good player, and he's playing good. We've seen him play good, so it's not about Cam, what he hasn't done. It's more about what Christian James has done. Now, Doolittle, Do didn't get those uh, those Ball State and Northwestern State and those people to warm up against. He's warming up against Big Twelve competition, West Virginia and Kansas, and these people. So it's been hard for him to get his footing going, and that's why you have those early season games to try to get the team to to mesh together a little bit. So he's missed out on on those those opportunities. So and, and I tell you, Jordan Shepard, I love the lineup when Jordan Shepard's in with Trey. I, I like it when he plays with Trey almost more than he, when he plays without Trey because when he goes in for Trey, then he has to beat Trey. And, and we're just a totally different team when Trey's not in. But when he can play with Trey, that gives you two point guards on the floor. You, you hope that those guys can handle the basketball, take care of it, no turnovers, make free throws. They do all the things that guards do down the stretch. And so I love seeing Trey and Jordan Shepard play together out there. Now, you, we needed a little bit of a, a spark, a little pop on the offensive end. Not that Jordan Shepard's going to do that, but it might free Trey up a little bit. We've seen him run off the ball some, so he's, Jordan Shepard can bring it up and let Trey kind of play the two a little bit. So those are just some things I think that Coach Kruger and the staff are trying to tweak here down the stretch and um, you know see how it works for us. How do you think Coach Kruger has handled this? He's been through a lot. You never see this guy panic with anything, and I don't think you'll see him panic over this little rough stretch either. No, he, he's not panicking at all. I mean, he's when you've coached a thousand games, we were in a game the other day, he, he coached his thousandth college game, and we're playing against, I forget who it was, that, that is a obviously younger coach and less experienced and things like that. I mean, Coach Kruger's been through this, uh, you know, before. He's he's played a ton of games, so he's not. There's no need to hit the panic button. Um, I don't see Coach Kruger doing anything like that. But what he does is he just kind of keeps things simple enough, gives the guys opportunities. A coach's job is to make the players look good, and, and that's what he is trying to do with with the guys and with his schemes and things like that. I, you know we've mixed things up. So a lot of the stuff that you've seen, oh, you run in the beginning of the season, they don't run anymore. They just mix it up because he knows, he understands how important scouting is and how important um, you know preparation is and things like that. And so we do such a good job of preparing and scouting other teams. 
and other teams are doing the same thing for us. And when you have a player like Trey again, here we are talking about him again, when you have a player like him on the floor, your whole mindset, your whole scouting report goes towards how to stop him. And so right. you've seen teams, when, when we've changed our, our game plan, so to speak, we've changed it to try to bring him off the ball and Trey will score points and, or he won't have as many assists. We've got to figure out ways to you know, keep the productivity high on both ends of that so that our team has its best chance to win. And, again, mixing it up, I feel, is the best way. And, and uh, you know, changing up a game plan here or there, bringing Trey off the ball, just doing different things so people can't get settled in right on top of him and make – because this is, this is real easy. What, what happens is you've got one guy that plays one way, you figure it out, and you shut him down the rest of the season. Every team, you figure it out. People have said, hey, this is how you stop Trey. This is how you stop Trey. Well, yeah, we've lost the game, but Trey's had 22 it ain't like you held him to two points. And so what, what we have to do is, is continue to mix it up and, and make sure that, you know what, you're not going to shut Trey down. He is such a big part. You're not going to shut him down because we're going to do different stuff. We're going to bring that ball screen to the middle of the court. We're going to bring it going baseline. And so we've done a ton of different things that, that throws the, the defense off a, a bit. And um, watch for open-sided ball screens. I mean, th- those, those guys, the Sooners are running a ton of that stuff. And guys just aren't ready to guard it. They haven't ran it all season. The last two games, we've seen open-sided ball screens, and we've been able to score out of that almost every time. So, I mean, I, I love the fact that Coach Kruger says, hey, we're going to tweak this, tweak that. And I think part of that is from his NBA days, you know, where you, you mix stuff up all the time because you play so many games. And he's brought that to the college level. And that's why guys like Buddy and Trey and, and, and our teams have had so much success because he's just, he's just two and three steps ahead of, of what teams are trying to do against him. Big one tonight, Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Thanks to Kevin Henry for joining us. Don't forget, Friday's edition of The Tailgate. We'll talk some baseball with Brendan Flynn. We'll have Kyler Murray on with us. Toby will return and will be in Las Cruces with the OU softball team. Until then, have a great week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for downloading. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the Air. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack. And the shoulder like a passing lane? Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.